0: Welcome back to Diaries of the Wild Ones. Now, this is a little segment we're trialing right now called Friday Throwdown, so let me know how you like it. So I'll keep this short. A big thank you to Wild Earth Australia for supporting me in the adventurous lifestyle. Wildearth.com.au and put in the 10% discount code Diaries of the Wild Ones, all one word, capital letters, and a huge thank you to Free Brewing Co. Organic Preservative Free Beer. That's a freaking no-brainer guys organic preservative free beer you'll find their beer at bws and dan murphy's give it a try it's absolutely incredible how many have you got so far record no just stories i have just got so many stupid stories oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> okay you ready for this one yeah okay I've already cracked this beer. I just go, Oh, Friday three down. Okay. that <laughs> okay, Matt, Matt, Okay. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when I worked month on week off in the Pilbara? No.
1: Okay. I remember this... you
0: used to work at McDonald's once. <laughs> yeah, with you. Oh. No, you worked no, at Woolworths. No, you Scott, Sh- at Scott Sheriffs worked at McDonald's with you. Oh. In the same one? And you worked at Woolies. Yeah. And you used to throw eggs at one of the manager's cars. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, the meme manager. Yeah. We found out with a oh, damn, that's so bad. Well, fuck all Groms. I was such a menace. Anyway, sorry. I got okay. Distracted. Okay, after me being a menace, this is actually me also being a grown up menace. Okay, so I got this job. Mm. I was living in Indonesia and I decided I was running out of money. Mm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to the mines. Oh, actually, okay, there's a backstory here. So I went to the mine, I went to Kalgoorlie when I was 23. I drove over on a $450 Camry. Oh my God, that is such a story in itself. <laughs> this Camry of eBay, oh my God, I drove it across the country and lived in a swag, and I got a job. I got my mates to write a fake reference for me and I got a job as a serviceman doing services on machines in the mines and i knew nothing and i had i had a plan i was like just talk to talk because i grew up in like a mechanic family so i was like talk to talk get the job and then just work my ass off right Mm -hmm. so i worked as a serviceman in kalgoorlie for 11 months and that was just in a small mine we had one fleet of trucks so i was like all the trucks were the same we had one excavator everything was the same i just had to learn like the one thing on everything yeah and i was kind of fine right I saved all this money and I went off for a year and a half doing another backpacking around the world trip. Right. Then I ended up, I was, I was living in Indonesia in Western Bala. And I'm like, all right, I'm running out of money. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the mines. I'm like, but I need to get a job. And I'm like, mm-hmm. for me, I've always had this confidence as in like to get a job and the job you want, just act like you've already got it. Yeah, act yeah, like yeah. it's yours. Yeah. So... I looked up a few jobs and I found like these recruitment agencies in Western Australia and I emailed them and I said, Hey, look, and I, I, I talked to a mate that I'd worked with once and I said, Can you be my reference? And instead of like looking <laughs> on my resume that I've been traveling the last like few years, can I just say that I've worked for you as a serviceman? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, no worries, I'll be your reference. I'm like, All right, perfect. <laughs> so I've emailed this company, a Stellar Recruitment in Western Australia, and I said to him, I go, Hey, look, I've been working as a serviceman for Six years now, and I said like, I'm sick of working for small companies. I'm only gonna accept now because of my high level of experience. I'm only gonna accept the top paying job that's big money, good conditions. And I want like either a four week on one week off roster or three weeks on two weeks off or five weeks on one week off. I just want a big roster and this is all I'm gonna accept. And I've literally just said this, sent this ballsy email to Stellar Recruitment. Next day, I get an email back. With three job offers. And I've just written back and said, which one's the most money? And they've gone, yep, this one. So, I'm like, all right, perfect. They don't know I'm overseas. So, I'm like, perfect. I buy a flight a flight home. This job is flying in and out of Brisbane. Yeah. And it's flying in and out of Brisbane in Western Australia, up in the Pilbara. Wait, so, so did they check your references? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they called my mate. And my mate's like, yeah, yeah, he's a great worker, great serviceman. He's a good mechanic. <laughs> so, anyway, so I've gotten, so I've flown back to Australia. I'm in I'm in the Gold Coast, mm. and they go, okay, we need to. You've got to go to Perth first, and we need to put you through all the courses to be able to get on site, which is like a full wood drive course, a first aid yeah, yeah, course, all, your tickets and shit. all these tickets, right? Mm. So they're like, so they flew me over to Western Australia from Brisbane, flew me to, to Perth, put me in a hotel for three weeks, gave me a food allowance. <laughs> this is the funniest thing, Jai that lived with me that I owned the yacht with that lived with me. Yeah. he also. Went to Western Australia from Indonesia. He came home with me to try and get work. And I told him, I go, mate, they've given me a hotel for three weeks. It's got three beds in it. They've given me a meal allowance for the pub down the road. It's 60 bucks a night. Meals are 20 bucks each. Come stay with me. So Jaya comes and stays with me for three weeks, stays in this hotel room with me that this company is paying for. We go to the pub every night for dinner. We go out every night. We end up on this. It was pretty much just a three-week bender. We literally mm. just party, But not realizing really how much it's costing the company to do that. Like, I didn't know, but it cost them 16 grand just by hiring you just to get you on site. Yeah, And I'm thinking, I'm just going, it's just going to be like the last job I did in Kalgoorlie where it's just this like little mine or whatever. So anyway, I've said that I'm this big, weak <laughs> serviceman. <laughs> and your so mates anyway, confirmed it. Yeah, so anyway, I do all the training, do the full drive course, I do the first eight courses. Now it's time to fly up on site. So now they fly me up to the Pilbara, up to Newman, pick me up in a car drive me a couple of hours to this camp called Hope Downs 4 in literally the middle of nowhere i remember knowing i was going into a month on week off job after work, after traveling for like over a year and a half back like not working just traveling just cruising and next thing, i still remember it i got to this like tiny room donger with a single bed and I just looked out into nothingness, vastness of desert. I remember I remember I had tears in my eyes, man, because it was like so I was like, holy shit, I'm here for a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're by myself, nothing and anyway. That's why you get paid so good. Yeah, so so anyway, it comes to the first day of work. So I get up, four AM in the morning, get up, go 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 out of camp, have or whatever, and the boss picks me up. Again, the boss's is you and we're in the ute and he's um this is dri- the first time you've met him yeah yeah so this is the first initial thing with this company they've picked me up they're like yep we're bringing our new servicemen out to site so i'm in the i'm in the ute with him and he's driving me out to site which is another like 40 minutes or something through the desert uh for this camp and he's in there and he's like yeah and he's telling me all about the job and he's like yep yep like you know we're gonna do this and he's like oh there's one problem like i've got all your paperwork everything sorted but your um me- mechanic certificate hasn't come through I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, never got your, um, your cert three in, in mechanics. Like your, your mechanic certificate has never come through. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is a mechanic certificate? <laughs> I am just going to service machines like I did on that last job, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, yeah your mechanic certificate has never come through. I can't let you on site before that. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, what am I going to do here? Like, like I don't even know what a mechanic certificate is. I'm yeah. like, but, like I'm thinking, going, fuck, am I supposed to be a mechanic to do this job? <laughs> it's like a $250,000 a year job. And I've like just winged my way into this. And now he's like, yeah, you need a mechanic certificate. Where is it? And I'm sitting here and, and mining does this thing sometimes, which I know this from working in when I was younger and I worked in mines, where they will like put you through a ticket, but they will pay for it and hold on to the ticket, but not get give it to you. So you don't take the ticket and go work in another company. Yeah. So you can like say like like give you an excavator ticket, but it's only valid for that site. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. So you can't, you know, because they're going to pay for it. So I was like, oh, so now I'm suddenly like on the spot, like, holy fuck, like I'm literally in the middle of the Pilbara, in the middle of nowhere, they're asking me, oh yeah, to go on site for my first day, oh, your mechanic, there's a, something that we never got the email of your, of your mechanic certificate. I was like, oh, you didn't? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, it should have come through. And he's like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah, I asked, I asked my last job to send it through to you guys, they, they didn't? Mm. And so now I'm suddenly just thinking on my feet here, and and, and he's like, no, nah, no, nah. and he's like, but I can't let you on site. I need you. I need you working today. I can't mm. let you on site until until that comes through. And I was like, oh, okay, let's. Oh, I'll get onto it. And now I'm suddenly in the car. It's a freaking half an hour. Like by this stage, another <laughs> a half an hour drive, and it's pitch black in the morning. I'm sitting there fretting, like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. We so we get out into this mo- like to this workshop in the middle of the desert, and there's a couple of dongers there. With all the where all the uh, managers are and he brings me to the office and he's like yeah and the big bosses there, all the big bosses and i'm just this new guy and they're like oh yeah this is the new guy the new service and blah blah yeah we've got a problem His his mechanic certificate hasn't come through but don't worry that like my boss has said to the big boss don't worry he's getting onto it now um his old company's just got to send it through and i'm like yeah and they're like oh there's the phone just call him and, and get it to send it through it's you know i was like yeah okay yeah right so then i go <coughs> over to this phone and i'm in this office with like maybe eight managers mm. you know all wearing like the suit you know like all the clean cut guys <laughs> i'm looking around they're all looking at me i'm like holy fuck what do i do here so i pick up the phone and i'm like oh my god so i just start fake dialing and i'm like just start dialing and then i'm like oh my god game on Aaron, game on so i was like oh yeah hey yeah it's uh, it's aaron um yeah, Aaron Shanks here. Yeah, um, just wonder. Yeah, you guys never sent through my uh, mechanic certificate. Would you be able to send that through for me? You know, I'm having this fake conversation in this room with all these people listening, <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, would you be able to send it through for me? And they're like, um, and so now I'm like, what? What do you mean you won't send it through? No, <laughs> oh, I need it now. So I start having an argument on the phone, like a mock argument. Like, what do you? No, you you need to send it. No, you got it. How come you're not going to send it through? No, that's so unfair. <laughs> so unfair. And I hang up and I'm like pretend to hang up. Now I'm like, oh, they reckon they won't send it through cuz they paid for it and now I've gone and got another job. And the boss's got going, starts going, fuck, like starts screaming, gone, "Oh my god, we can't, we've just paid 16 grand to get you up here." Uh, Like he's like, I'm gonna have to send you back to do a three month course because we've invested so much money. I'm gonna have to send you back to do um (laughs) to to Perth to do a mechanic certificate before I can um, let you on site. And then his bosses they're going what like because they've just invested. They need me on site right now to start working. Yeah. And so they're all stressing. And I'm like, oh, look, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do. Like, think about this. I'm so scared because I've come from Indonesia, flown back to the east coast of Australia. This company has flown me up, put me through all this stuff. Now I'm finally on site up in the middle of like the west, northwestern Australian desert, on site on like this big money job, just there to work, and I'm suddenly like (laughs) fucked up, (laughs) you know. And so... The boss comes in and he goes, look, yeah, look, he's like, sorry for screaming and, and stressing and everything. I know it's not your fault. You did your best. I was like, yeah, mate, look, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. And they're like, no, no, it's all cool. Just just go sit in the crib. hut. We'll we'll try to work it out. We'll try to figure out something. So next thing, I'm sitting there, oh, anxiety through the roof, <laughs> sitting in this crib hut, like in this, in this lunchroom by myself, like just in there, like just freaking out. Like I'm stressed out of my brain going, oh, my God, like I've really put my foot in at this time, you know? <laughs> And what's then, the worst that would happen though they would just send you yeah and then and then next thing well the thing is because they invested so much money in me they paid 16 grand it's like they want that investment back so mm. like now they're thinking oh okay like we sh- we need to put him through a mechanic certificate and like pay another like i don't know that this is how they were thinking that i don't know they're just trying to think on their feet as well and then next thing the door opens up and the boss comes in and he's like look I think I've figured it out. I think I've figured it out. There's a guy from TAFE up here right now that has flown up today because a couple of guys had done courses down in Perth with a few tickets and they're up on site right now doing their practical. Mm. So guys had worked for them, had done like their excavated tickets or had gone to TAFE to do like a course and then are up doing their practical like on site. And a TAFE like teachers flown up to like approve their certificates by seeing them in person do... Their practical work, if you get what I mean. So he's like, There's a guy, I've talked to him, I've let him know your story. He knows you've done the course before, he knows you're a mechanic. I'm no fucking mechanic. <laughs> he's like, he knows you're a mechanic. I've talked to him, you know, we're, we're trying to sort it out. Next thing, this guy, highly stressed, has just come in the room. He's like, Oh, God, sorry, mate. Look, they've just thrown it on me. Like, all right, cool. So you've done your mechanic certificate before. Look, I don't really have time for this, but I don't, know, I don't normally do this, but hey, like, we'll just get you to reset the test again, you know, and, um, and just do the test, and then and we'll go from there. And he's like, "But I don't, I don't normally do this, and I don't have time to go through the test with you. So here's the book. I'll let you do it open book because you've done it before, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm he's like, like, "So here's the open book. I don't have time to. So I'll just any any questions you have, just just circle them, and then this afternoon I'll, I'll go through them with you. And then walks out. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay. So now I've got a 300 question test in front of me. <laughs> With another textbook that is like an inch thick or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I open up the textbook going, how am I going to get through this? Like, first question is like, you know, like something about oil with like, I don't know. Trucks. And engines. (laughs) Engine things. And I open up the book and the first page is like, when working on an engine with this type of oil, you know, or something like (laughs) that. I'm like, holy fuck, it's open book. That's like, it just coincides. So I just go through this book all day and just write all the questions. And literally the book had every answer for me, like straight up, like word for word. So I just had to change the wording a bit. And then I was like, oh, this has actually gone too easy. Still took me like eight hours to do the test because there's so much like writing and filling out. Mm. But what I just did, I ended up like just circling like random questions that I knew the answer to because the book had it, just so I had something to ask him at the end of the day. And then the guy comes in at the end of the day, and I was like, "He's like, oh, how'd you go?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, look, mate, oh, yeah, this question here kind of had me stumped. Does it mean this or this? Because when I did the course, it like, and I started like bullshitting again. And the guy's like, "Oh, yeah, no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's all good. All right, perfect. Yeah, you can be on site tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll send you up your certificate during the week. But yeah, I've, I've told, told like I've told your bosses it's all cool. <laughs> and then he's walked out. All right. So the next day, I'm on site working, trying to figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> On a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year job. What was your first job? Like okay. task? This the is day? actually this is actually what he did to me. He he come in the next day, the boss, and he goes to me, he goes, Look, you're a young fella. He goes, I'm gonna give you with my best worker, Skippy this guy, who's really hard worker, really good mechanic, and he comes up and goes, All right, you two. I'm gonna do a system. He goes, I'm gonna you're gonna go on night shift. I'm gonna put you on night shift, I'm gonna give you a ridiculous amount of work. Get the work done. You stay on night shift. As soon as the work starts, like as soon as you start dropping the ball, you burn out, boom, you're back on days, next person's chance to go on night shift. Mm. And so I get in the truck with this guy first night and he looks at me and goes, look, look, mate, we're out here for a month. He goes, I've got a wife at home, I've got kids. If I'm going to be away from my wife and kids for a month straight, I'm going to earn as much money as I can. Mm. And he goes, it's an extra like five grand in our hand for the month to be on night shift. He goes, let's just go hard. Are you with me? Oh, you know, he's like, we're going to do... And I was like, yeah. So, literally, it's the hardest I've ever worked in my life. I was so lucky that I got put with the most experienced guy so I could, like, learn off him. You know, because, like, our job was... We had 220 machines along a train line, along 60-kilometer train line. All mongrel just random machines that they could get from anywhere to build this train line. Mm. And our job was to service them and do all the maintenance and do all the um, small like any small fixes on them like starter motors or just anything and that was our job to go through the night and just go through and just like every any machine that's due for service and go find it and service it so we just worked our asses off and i think i did 10 months straight of yeah 10 months straight of night shift month on week off and then quit and saved 100 grand <laughs> <laughs> and you're not even a mechanic <laughs> Hey, hey, I am. I've got a certificate. Man, that was so hectic. It was so hectic. It was, so, it was one of the hardest times of my life. Here's a weird story from that. Because I was up. I remember because when I was with Lexi, she was over in Canada. And I remember I took a few weeks off. And she was coming over to Canada to Australia to see me. And I took one of the swings off. I think I might have took like five or six weeks off. And the first day I flew back to Brisbane and she messaged me. She was flying in from Canada and she said, can you go get me a pair of flip-flops, a pair of thongs? Mm. I said, yeah, not knowing, it was school holidays at the time. And so I've gone to the shopping center, to Pacific Fair on the Gold Coast, a really big shopping mall. Mm. And I've parked my car, I've got out, I've walked into City Beach, the big surf shop, there's people everywhere my heart starts racing. I stuck in hot sweats, flustered, everything. And next thing I just panic and I leg it and I just run to the car. Well, because it's so crowded. I, I got to the car and I'm trying to breathe and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I had no idea what was going on. Because I'd been on permanent night shift in the Pilbara working with one other dude. I'd only see one guy. I'd see one guy for a month straight. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when I start my shift, I'd see the boss. I'd see like four or five other blokes. Then I'd go out with one guy. And the next thing I got put in a crowded situation <laughs> and I had a panic attack, man. It was so weird. But yeah, anyway. So that is how I talked myself into, well, I think it was actually more with overtime. It was close to like 300 grand. I don't know, it was a big job. I think I paid 80 grand in tax or something in that time. It highlights that there's a few holes in the, uh, in the employment system for <laughs> whoever you're <was> working for. <laughs> someone yeah. needs to check their hiring processes yeah well I think it was more mage bullshitting I don't think it was them I just came in with so much confidence I was like yeah man I'm a service man I'm <laughs> out there I'm only going to take this they're like oh yeah let's put him up there <laughs> your mechanic certificate never came through I'm like mechanic are you going to be a mechanic <laughs> 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 Yeah. alright All right, dude let's get it yeah. done. see you later see you just yes, say. So if you guys like this episode, please feel free to share it and go on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating because this bumps it right up and it helps me out so much. Now, guys... Tell us your tale, the competition Wild Earth is throwing for Diaries of the Wild Ones. I'm going to let you guys know all the details on the next episode and put it on my social media, Aaron Shanks. But if you guys have a cool story or know someone with a cool story, get ready to send it in to me. Just a short version. It could just be one sentence, just the quick little details, but I cannot wait to see what comes in. Okay, guys, have fun. Enjoy. Just yes,